You are listening to Concrete Conversations, an informative podcast brought to you by the Concrete Masonry Association of Australia. We represent the concrete masonry and segmental paving manufacturers in Australia. Our podcast will discuss technical information and case studies with some special guests from our industry. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of the Concrete Masonry Association of Australia. On today's Concrete Conversations, it is wonderful to welcome back Michael Congress, who is one of our experts in masonry in Australia as a civil engineer. And we're going to talk a little bit today about how architects and designers can achieve some really wonderful embellishments with masonry and a few of these design features. Welcome, Michael. Hi, Elizabeth. Thanks for having me. One of the favourite topics we want to talk about is hidden miss walls. Let's just basically describe the hit and miss walls and how they're achieved with masonry. I would say in recent times, hit and miss has been one of the most widely used architectural features of concrete masonry, purely because it really breaks up that large monolithic structure into a more open, more airy masonry screen. And, you know, we've seen it in the awards as well. And the different ways that architects have achieved this is really phenomenal. But a few things, Michael, that I want to point out from a design and engineering perspective, particularly with the AS3700, it doesn't actually cover hit and miss walls. What does this mean? So what it means, Elizabeth, is that whilst the walls aren't covered under the Australian standard, we're still able to use these walls and apply research and technical knowledge on the way masonry structures behave to ensure that these walls are built and standing for a long time. And, you know, Michael, we've had so many inquiries about this particular design aspect that we do have a fact sheet on it and it has all of this information around Clause 7.4.3. So, Michael, now that we've talked about hit and miss walls, we're obviously covering today walls that don't look like a traditional masonry wall. Before we go into some more examples, what do we typically think of when we think of a masonry wall? When you think of a masonry wall, you think of, a brick patterned wall, the technical term for brick patterned walls is stretcher bond. And that's where you've got your vertical joints staggered throughout the wall. And that is the strongest laying pattern and which is why we use it so often. But that's not the only pattern. That's right. And the stretcher bond is there because it stretches. But what I would like to go through with you now is the stack bonding. Could you take us through that? Yeah, and so what that means is we're stacking the masonry on top of each other so we've got a long, straight, connected vertical joint right up the wall. Is there anything that we need to think about with regards to the standard around the bond and reinforcement that we need to sort of highlight to our listeners? Yeah, and so because we're stacking these masonry units on top of each other and we don't have that staggered vertical joint effect, they're actually weaker than a traditional masonry wall. And so when we look at the Australian standard, we need to reinforce that wall just a little bit more than we would a normal masonry wall because the vertical joints are now planes of weakness. And so by adding some steel reinforcement in our joint, we're able to strengthen that wall so it is still able to perform as a normal wall should. Okay, now one of the other design aspects that I know architects love to do is they love to make square things round and we've seen a resurgence in popularity of curved walls over the last couple of years, Michael. What are the key things that architects and designers need to think about when they're designing with a curved wall? 
So first of all, the Australian standard does put in a definition on what a curved wall is. And under the Australian standard, a masonry wall is defined as curved if the curvature is greater than or equal to twice the length of the arc. And so, Michael, what does that mean in a practical sense? Really what we're looking at here is just how tight our circle is. So the tighter the circle gets, the more we have to consider the effects of what a curved masonry wall will do. And what some people don't know is there's different types of curved walls. So let's maybe take a walk through these now. The first one we're going to describe is the orient structure. What does that look like, Michael? That's when we're building a curved wall, but we're turning the unit on its side and laying it vertically. And so we're reducing the depth and that gives us an ability to make a tighter radius wall. And that's like a, we used to call them sort of soldiers in bricks. It's like standing yeah, on its side. Standing on its side and so the height is greater than its width. There you go. All right. The next type that we're going to look at is header bonds. Can you describe those for us, Michael? So that's when we're, again, laying a curved wall. But if we're looking at the face of the brick, we're turning at 90 degrees and now we're exposing the side of the brick. Mm -hmm. So we've got a smaller face and so we're able to put more bricks in the wall and get that masonry wall even tighter again. And when are these header bonds recommended? We would recommend using a header bond when we're trying to achieve the tightest curve possible. So, Michael, when would we recommend header bonds are used? So header bonds are used when we're trying to achieve the tightest curve possible and that's typically when we're trying to achieve a curve with a radius less than two metres. Now we're going to go into stretcher bonds and as we alluded at the start of the podcast, these are typically what traditional masonry walls looks like but to round out, pardon the pun, what we were discussing, talk to us a little bit about stretcher bonds, Michael. So that's when we're laying a curved wall but we're laying it in a traditional masonry pattern. Because we've got a longer face, we're not able to achieve the tightness that we would use for a header bond. And so we would typically lay a stretcher bond curved wall when we're looking at radiuses or curvature greater than two metres. When you want that subtle curve, so to speak. It's a subtle curve and the larger face allows us to do that. When we want the tighter curve, that's when we lean towards the header bond curved wall. Okay, Michael, from curving to corbelling. Let's talk about what corbelling in masonry looks like. So a corbelled masonry wall is a wall where we've got masonry units protruding the face of the wall. Looks a little bit like an in and out or a pimply wall even sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know that traditional walls are nice and flush right the way across, but corbelling or introducing corbelling into a wall gives you another dynamic of texture that we can incorporate into our architectural designs. It's a great effect. And again, we've seen this being used a lot in different architectural projects. Michael, there's two types of corbelling. Let's just go through those, starting with in-plane corbelling. Yeah, so in-plane corbelling is a corbelled effect where the protrusions happen in the same direction or line of the wall. Typically, we see this at corners of masonry units and it creates a stepped-like effect where the masonry is being supported by nothing. Okay, and then the other opposite to that is out-of-plane corbelling. And what does this kind of create? And that's when we've got protrusions in the wall out-of-plane, so coming towards us, so yes. to speak. And that's where we might lay units sort of slightly forward or we might turn them on their side. And that's where we can start to really break up the texture of a larger wall by introducing corbels 
And so that creates a real bumpy effect when we're looking at the wall from the face. And we've seen this sort of designed with architects using this as waves or even to write letters or even I think one architect used it to create space invaders imprints. So there's heaps of different ways that you can use outer plane corbelling. Yeah, absolutely. You can see the corbel come towards you so you've got that immediate feel. But then because it's protruding forward of the wall, in the afternoon when the sun's hitting the wall, at different angles the shading it can cast on the wall can actually be a really awesome unique effect it's a beautiful shading effect so michael let me see whether i can sum this up over the years we've seen some of these embellishments that can be achieved only with masonry look like our hidden miss walls where as we said creates a little bit of a lattice effect we then talked about stack bonding as opposed to our normal stretcher bond We then looked at curved walls and we looked at the different types of curved walls as well as when those types were best used depending on the design effect you're trying to achieve. From curved walls, we finished off with corbelling, both in-plane corbelling and out-of-plane corbelling. Michael, do you think that I've summarised that sufficiently? Yeah, you have. And just remember that we've got so many options available to us with masonry walls. And depending on the application of the wall, whether it's landscaping or partition, you've got different laying techniques and effects to create something unique that's applicable for what you're doing. Michael, we've talked about a lot of things that are probably easily explained visually. And what I want to say is in the show notes, we're going to be putting all of the pictures of some of these different embellishments that have been achieved in our architectural designs, which have done so well in our Kevin Ball and Masonry Awards. Thank you again for joining us today. Thanks for having me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We are always looking for ideas of what to talk about. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about, there's a link in our show notes to let us know.